from Isaiah, chapter 65, verses 17 to the end. And this may be found on page 752 of the Church Bible or on the screen behind me. Isaiah, chapter 65, starting at verse 17. New heavens and a new earth. The f- See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create, for I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. Never again will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not live out his years. The one who dies at a hundred will be thought a mere child. The one who fails to reach a hundred will be considered accursed. They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them, or plant and others eat. For as the days of a tree, so will be the days of my people. My chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor will they bear children doomed to misfortune. For they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox, and dust will be the servant's food. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The second reading can be found on page 1210 of the Church Bible and is from Hebrews 11, starting at verse 32, finishing at 12, verse 2. So Hebrews 11:32. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised. Who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies? Women received back their dead, raised to life again. 
Others were tortured and refused to be released so they might, make, they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted and ill-treated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us run with perseverance the race. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. I invite you to pray with me that what I say and what you hear may be true to him who is our friend, our brother, and our risen Lord. Amen. It is let me say again, great to be here today for JIT's licensing, and if I may say more widely to the people of St. Jude's, great to be here for the long-awaited arrival of an associate vicar in this parish. Gathering as we do on All Saints Day, and those two Bible readings have reflected that, gathering today all Saints Day is a good day to remember the sacred calling that we all share as fellow saints and citizens in the kingdom of God. JIT, let's be clear, let's be honest, joins here at St. Jude's a varied bunch of fellow saints a delightful bunch of fellow saints, and I and we are delighted to welcome him and to celebrate with you as together you begin this new and joyfully anticipated phase in your ministry. Jit's the ideal priest for this role. He's an evangelist and a teacher with a commitment to world mission as well as to local engagement. He's also, for those of you who don't know yet, a scientist who continues to take seriously his academic discipline. 
He comes highly commended from his previous diocese. Those who presented him, those who are supporting him this afternoon, and many others too. He served in Oxford Diocese over the last few years. And we couldn't be more fortunate as we gather today to welcome him into our midst. With the world mission to which JIT is so committed very much in our minds then, our New Testament reading this afternoon takes us straight into the heart of the challenge that faces us. On the surface, of course, it's a hugely hopeful reading, a reading that reminds us that God hears the distress of his people, that he heeds their cries and promises them a better future. But the emphasis we heard in that reading on Jerusalem couldn't be more topical. I will rejoice in Jerusalem. No more shall the sound of weeping be heard in it, God says. With the recent killings and the escalated threat of violence in Jerusalem right now, those words are immensely poignant. Some of you will know that I visited Jerusalem twice earlier this year on pilgrimage from this diocese, first of all with all the curates. Sorry, Jesh, you, Jit, you've arrived too late for that trip. And then with others from parishes all around the diocese. Jerusalem is a place where the mind is uniquely focused, in my experience, on the ever-present threat of conflict and the urgency and preciousness of peace. You can feel the tension as you walk the streets where armed men and women stand around with machine guns, machine guns casually thrown over their arm, and where Muslims, Christians, and Jews of a bewildering array of denominations and cultures converge and coexist. Visiting modern-day Jerusalem, it's easy to imagine still the scene 2,000 years ago when simmering tensions boiled over and Jesus of Nazareth was handed over to be crucified. That experience of visiting Jerusalem and the longing for peace that it instills re remains with me as I go about my ministry in this diocese. The longing for peace is, of course, deeply bound up in a commitment to justice for people and solidarity with those who suffer. Here at St. Jude's, you live and minister at the heart of our great city, a city that has more, more than its share of poverty, more than its share of need to contend with. People here are longing for the good news that we bring, the good news that their cries are heard, that their needs will be met, that new life is theirs for the taking, there for the having, there to be accepted. 
your ministry here at and from St. Jude's is a vital ministry as you stand alongside those in your midst who are most in need of the message of hope. As you work locally to bring peace and justice to those people and this place, you also play your part in the global task of ushering in God's kingdom. Jitesh, you join a diocese of good colleagues, lay and ordained, who will love you and support you in your ministry. A few of them are here today, but I'm sure that in the weeks and months ahead, through diocesan events and training days, you will quickly get to know the rest of your colleagues and be welcomed into our midst. And with me accidentally stumbling into the national press this week, in the context of a House of Lords debate that was very much about the longing for justice, you will also join us at a point in time when this diocese is publicly and openly identified with using every sphere of influence to bring that good news of the kingdom to others. In a few moments, there'll be the formal welcomes from archdeaconry, from deanery, from parish, and from other groups. But allow me now to assure you all at St. Jude's of my pride in you and my blessing on you as Jit takes up his post and as together you renew your efforts to share the good news, the good news of Jesus Christ with the people of this community and those beyond. May God bless Jit. May God bless you in your calling and ministry. Amen.